everybody. Welcome to Rachel's Reviews. So I recorded this episode with Stanford where we're talking about the Disney films 2014 and I was having some problems with my mic and I thought I'd fixed it but when I got the recording it was still pinging kind of weird. I fixed it as well as I could but I still felt like even if it's not perfect it was still good content and worth listening to. So I hope you still enjoy it, and uh, thanks so much, and I fixed the problem, so it's all good going forward. Uh, thanks so much. Welcome to Rachel's Reviews, and we're really excited today. We are here to rank the Disney movies from 2014. We have done this every single year, uh, all the way to 2020, and it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> we can talk about these just random assortment of films. And I'm Phil Rachel Wagner. Stanford's here. Hey, how's it going? Yes. And this, I actually think this is a very strong year. Oh, uh, for sure. I, yeah. yeah. Like, I I really don't have, I only have one movie that I would say that I outright hate. And then there's a couple other weak ones. And for the most part, they're pretty decent movies, in my opinion. Yeah, go. you know. It's great. I would agree, and and so varied. I mean, I know yeah. that there's a big <laughs> variety every year, but this one for sure is like, wow, yeah, this is really runs, uh, yeah, yeah, it runs the gamut of films. It really does. I mean, we have we don't have Star Wars this year because they haven't started yet, but we have Marvel, we have comedies, Disney Nature, DComs, Disney Sports, Muppets. Uh, some live action. We got fairy movie. There's just a little of everything. Yeah, you know, one interesting thing to know this is this 2014 was a year without a Pixar. Uh, oh yeah, feature. that's true, huh? And so you know, that's all I think always kind of interesting. I know that happens. Uh, mm -hmm. Some years we don't get a feature from Walt Disney Animation Studios. Sometimes we don't get one from Pixar. Mm -hmm. But but uh, yeah, that's true because the Good Dinosaur was going to be that right. year and then it got delayed it got delayed yeah mm -hmm. yeah interesting all right well let's dive in okay. uh, <laughs> so there's 17 movies that we have to rank and my i'll go with my number 17 okay and this is actually the first rant that i ever did on this channel because oh. <laughs> i really don't like this movie at all it's Maleficent. <laughs> it's the, is yeah. my worst. I would rather watch just about anything than watch Maleficent. It really made me mad. I I really hated how they turned Maleficent into this weak victim uh, that gets uh, controlled by a man and is out for like revenge. And I mean, she's she they, they take her from this strong villain scary one of the scariest characters in all of disney into this person who has her wings take taken off by this man and they make they take a strong villain and they swap it out for a very wimp wimpy terrible villain that i really disliked and i hated how they treated the fairies and they turned them into these idiots and yeah, they're kind of silly in the original when they're baking the cake and the dress and everything. But for the most part, they're the one that come up with the plan to, to protect Aurora. They're the ones that help uh, help Philip to defeat 
the uh, to defeat Maleficent. Uh, they're not idiots, and that really annoyed me, and I hated every- I just pretty much hated everything about it. I hate the look of it. I- yeah, like, Angelina G- Jolie is fine. Like, she does a good job, but the script was just so bad, and I just felt like it got- the Maleficent got the Anakin Skywalker treatment that we- uh, we get the- uh, we get this strong villain turned into this- to this- whiny, wimpy, terrible character. And I mean, I actually liked the sequel better. I think the sequel was just bonkers in a way this one isn't. Yeah, it was uh, so <laughs> that's my number As 17. Just asked. Yeah. You know, Rachel, I, su- I support you in that. I have, shockingly, and I can't believe it myself, I have it ranked higher, which okay. again, I can't believe. But, but you know, <laughs> I know we'll get there. Because... Yeah. I'm with you. I think, I, I, I mean, I was so frustrated just even with the concept of this film. And then when I saw it, I thought it had interesting enough production values and there were some interesting concepts in it. I mean, I thought, I just thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, but what was frustrating to me was just exactly as you just expertly said, uh, how can it's how how can like the mistress of all evil be turned into this sympathetic character that we should really you know we should feel so sorry for her she's a victim like no she's maleficent you know um and then also she makes the switch from being from literally cursing this baby to all of a sudden all of a sudden following her and and watching it after being like a second mother to her like she's the protector instantly yeah because the three good fairies, what I think what made me honestly more angry is that the three good fairies were turned into bumbling idiots. Yeah. I mean, they they are, you know, they're kind of questionable in the animated, yeah. <laughs> in that, you know, they're, they, they, you know, they make a mistake and, 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 and expose her, you know, as they're, as they're prepping for the birthday. But uh, still, in, in, this, in this live, you know, quote unquote live action CGI one, I mean, they're horrible, right? I mean, Maleficent's the one that like They almost let her walk to... off the cliff. Off the cliff! <laughs> I know. I'm so mad. I, yeah, I know. It was just, and I hated the way that they were. You know, I hated the CGI that was created for them, and and everything. It was it was really an exercise in frustration. And I agree, the sequel's a little better. I mean, in in that is just bonkers, as we you know as yeah. we've discussed it in a previous <laughs> podcast, yeah. but. Uh, but, um, yeah. So, yeah, and I can't believe I have it where I have it, uh, which we'll get to. But, but it's still it's higher. But I, okay. but I support you wholeheartedly. Okay, yeah. Well, what yeah. do you have at seventeen? At my seventeen, and this is a rant for going to be for you know, a rant for me <laughs> is planes, fire, and rescue. Uh-huh. I hated this movie so much. I was so frustrated by 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 the whole thing you know it was i know that you know john Lasseter was trying to get get a disney tunes a disney tune studios property that could be skewed more towards a bo- to boys mm-hmm. uh you know they had they had success with this tinkerbell and this fairies franchise right so mm-hmm. so why not turn kind of the cars aesthetic into into quote unquote planes and 
But, you know, I think, again, just terrible, terrible writing, fr just, you know, frustra frustrating story. And the animation is okay, but I just, I, you know, I never, I just never could support what they, what they were trying to do mm -hmm. with that. And also to try to make something Pixar that really is not Pixar. Uh, that was, that was kind of frustrating too. And again, I thought, well, and, and this was John Lasseter who was doing it as well. Um, again, I could see where they were coming from, but. But wow, I, I I I hate this movie so much, and I hate and I hate the first one too. I hate I hate I hate it. I the only reason I have this one at fifteen, so not that much higher than you. The only reason I do think it is slightly better than the first one. Uh, with yeah. the I don't know, just I just think it's a be it's slightly better. Uh, I also think the animation is pretty good, like it's pretty decent. So that's why it just gets slight edge over uh, but it's definitely hey. my bottom so i i'm i I'm with you. I, I get it's, it it's fair it's fair and i think part of it too you know um you know i'm partial even though i know that the movies are are somewhat questionable in their overall quality but uh -huh. i really love cars you know the cars right. the cars i love more you know the cars aesthetic than necessarily the stories that are presented in the feature films um Mm -hmm. But uh, although I do, I do quite like one and three, um, uh, as far as cars goes. But anyway, I just think yeah. yeah, I think I'd rather have a cars movie than a planes movie. Thank you. Would you rather watch Cars two than this? Oh, I would. I would totally watch Cars two over this. <laughs> Go fa seriously. I yeah. guess people, you know, I'm gonna get some hate mail for that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I get it because it kind of goes similar to what we're talking about Maleficent too, because there is a bonkers nature of Cars too. Yeah, that's a little bit more entertaining than this is just bland. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, I can't imagine really kids wanting to watch this. I mean, and I just feel like what kids are like super into planes. Like, like a lot of kids play with cars, but I don't know that many of the play with yeah. planes. I'll play with planes, just, yeah. It just didn't work, yeah. and clearly, you know, they stopped making them too. I don't, I don't think yeah. that either film was. And you also, remember, interesting. You remember how at D twenty three they announced the, uh, uh, the the what was it, Jets or something like that? Yes, <laughs> that didn't end up going anywhere. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> and that's when you know that D twenty three is like out of control because everybody is freaking out, and I'm sitting here like, uh, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> Like they, because they, because you work so hard to get into that building. When yeah. you finally get into that main hall, they could literally announce. Uh, they could announce a, I don't know, a poop emoji movie, and people would freak out. Right? Like they could announce like, wow. anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point, Rachel. Yes. Well, <laughs> And I think one, you know, one one final statement, and I know we'll talk about it a little bit more with when, when we talk about the Tinkerbell film this year, but uh, from this year, you know, I've got, I will, I will own it. I have a big chip on my shoulder about Disney Toon Studios, uh, uh -huh. you know, just because I thought that I know that I know that what the intent was, and they and I know they made Disney a lot of money with with their, you know, direct to video, yeah. Um, product and then you know then then the, these films but i just felt that the product was so often substandard 
as far as particularly as far as story goes um yeah that that uh you know i i, I just and i know that there's got to be so many people that work there that work really hard you know so i i i hate to diss i hate to diss their work and i don't wish to be disrespectful but I, you know i sure am not sad that disney tune studios is, is is um no longer in the picture yeah i agree i mean i there were some that i enjoy uh, and I overall like the fairy movies. We'll talk about it more uh, uh, going forward. But but yeah, I mean, there's no there there's no doubt that for the most part they were embarrassing and terrible. And so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. all right. So let's see. Now I lost. So we've both done our fine our our last picks. So now it's number. Yeah, 16. we both did seventeen. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my Good. number sixteen is Need for Speed. And Me too. <laughs> a lot of people might not realize this is a Disney film, and yep. I guess the ironic thing about this movie—I've never seen it until today. I watched it today. Is that I think actually it's probably one of the better video game movies, which does not say much for video game movies. But <laughs> <laughs> like I would say that this is just a totally generic bland car movie like it's a it's a generic bland fast and the furious wannabe uh with a great cast that does not deserve this great of this well stacked of cast with you have rami malik in here michael keaton in here aaron paul dakota johnson yeah dominic cooper it's a great cast and i mean I, the in the drive there are some impressive driving sequences it's i wasn't like offended by it it's it it's just to me it was just mediocre yeah I, you know i i yeah same same i i saw it in the theater you know back in the day back you in did. 2014 <laughs> and well because it's a car movie you know yeah. which is which you know i which i i i'm i'm, I'm a fan of i i have to say you know i'm i'm not I, I, I'm not, I, I was aware of the video game, but I'm not a much of a gamer. So I haven't played, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. play the game. And so I don't know if, if I really don't know how it, it works yeah, for, me too. for people who love the game, for people who love the game, but for someone who loves cars and car racing films, it was dreadful. Um, <laughs> and such a waste, such a waste of, I think, good acting talent and, and uh, really just an incredibly um, stupid film. Yeah, it's really boring. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, which is surprising, isn't it? I mean, it's like, yeah, this should be exciting, but but yeah, it's a real bore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it just has nothing. I mean, I don't know. I didn't like any of the characters. Michael Keaton, his whole character is to basically be like an internet troll. Like, what? <laughs> I feel like they had him for like two days. They're like, we just sit there and we'll film you in front of the computer. What? That's so true. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just not not for me. I mean, it it it, remi- it did remind me at times of the weaker Fast and the Furious movies, but those have a feeling of family at least that I think make them. Yeah. There's a little something that kind of elevates the fast Mm -hmm. and the furious movies above, uh, above this one for sure. And 
even though yeah exactly even though i felt like this one was yeah trying to copy it yeah. copy copy the fast and furious in a way even you look at the poster of it and it it, it uh it totally is ripping off you know yeah. the fast and the furious <laughs> aesthetic but uh yeah not good well we already know what i have at 15 uh planes fire and rescue what do you have at 15 i have the other disney tune uh entry uh the pirate fairy oh so low yeah yeah it's low for me fan, I huh? got, <laughs> no rachel i hated it so much <laughs> you know uh speaking of d23 <laughs> This 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 was presented at D twenty three too. One, oh, one yeah. of the years I was there, I got into that studio presentation or the animation presentation, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I was with a couple friends. I just remember too. We just looked at you I, <laughs> during the whole Pirate Fairy presentation. Yeah. Was just like, are you are you kidding me? And I think I, I mean to their credit, I think they did some fun stuff with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a way, kind of like it being a Captain Hook origin story, and you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Tom Hiddleston is fun. fun that's fun casting. You know, to yeah. have to have him involved, and and he was at D twenty three, so everybody went crazy over that. And you know, that was yeah, fun. You know, that was kind of fun. But but um, you know, and also, and you know, as we've talked about before with these fairy movies, um, you know, I'm not the tar. I'm, I know I'm not the target audience, and and so I I, I don't want to just mm-hmm. completely rip on it because it, you know, it just was not made for me. And so, right. so, uh, uh, if people, it, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's something that people enjoy and also I, you know, I, I, I look to you also to, I think, help me to put it into better perspective. Cause I think you're just more yeah. familiar with not only the fairy series, but also I think just the, the that, that, uh, overall, um, market or genre of, right. of films. And so, uh, you can you can help me. Thank you. Okay. I'm grateful. <laughs> well, yeah, I do enjoy these films. I like kind of the superhero troupe that they created for girls. You know, the each yes. of the fairies has their own special gift, uh, where you know you have obviously uh, Tinkerbell is the tinkerer, uh, and they here you have them meet this uh, fairy that feels kind of excluded, named Zarina. And she uh, is a dust keeper fairy, uh, but uh, she uh, isn't allowed to uh, to work with the pixie dust as much as she would like. And uh, so she gets kind of upset and she goes and works with the pirates and she meets a young Captain Hook. And the reason why I guess this one is my favorite is because it does have the most homages and maybe this kind of maybe turned you off compared to the other one that you've seen uh whereas i liked it for that reason uh but uh, this one i think it's fun like the you know, homages to captain hook and yeah and to peter pan, pan. Yeah. yeah i agree like the origins of the of the crocodile yeah. and and mr Sneem, mr Smee mm-hmm. makes a cameo yeah. and and uh yeah so that that part i mean i agree it, it, it was kind of fun but then and I also thought it was fun, Rachel, speaking of the different kind of powers or skills that the fairies have, how that gets turned upside down a little bit in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, uh, and I thought that was entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, how yeah. they had to kind of over, you know, when they got someone else's power and they had to kind of overcome that or deal with mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah. And uh, they, 
you know, they have some action and I don't know. I mean, it's not going to win any Oscars or anything, but overall I think it's kind of fun. I like the dynamic between uh, the um, uh, Indessa, uh, Indessa and, um, and Zarina. I mean, and they have a, a, a great voice cast with this yeah. may whitman christina Hendricks, tom hiddleston lucy Liu, raven simone megan hilty the list goes on and on uh but uh but yeah i mean it's made for little girls so i get it <laughs> but i do have yeah. it higher i do have it higher so yeah all right well my number uh 14 i have how to build a better boy when our f- first Decom. Uh, my first decom, <laughs> and yeah, this from what our conversations that I feel like this is the year that won you over to the decom. This is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm much. I'm feeling much more accepting. I can't say that I. I can't say that I enjoy them all, but I'm getting. Be- you know, I'm doing better. <laughs> yeah. And I thought this one was okay. It was my least favorite of three. Um, they had the kind of a weird thing of like changing boys and these like the boys are are gross <laughs> and uh, kind of terrible and we need to change them in uh, in two of these movies. The two the two yeah, are very similar. Two, two of them, yeah, they're so they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love Noah Centineo. I think he is so charming. I love him in the, uh, in the Tall the Boys I've Loved Before movies on yeah. Netflix. I don't know if you saw That's those. the first time I think I saw, I think I've seen one of those Tall the Boys I've Loved Before. Is that what they're yeah. called? Is that what they're, yeah. Yeah, I think they're yeah. great. I think they're really well done coming of age slash rom-coms. Uh, and I just think he is just so charming. I, and he's done a couple other movies for Netflix and things like that. And I guess he's uh, he's going to be in the Black Adam movie. And I think that he'll be great in that. I just think he's got huge star star potential. And then yeah. this also has uh, Matt Shively, who is uh, in... Uh, he has a small role on American Housewife, which is a show that I really enjoy. And he's funny in that. And I think he's pretty funny here. Um, it's... It's fine. That's right. I didn't. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I have it. I have it a tick higher, but on, but at fourteen, I have Zapped, which is another mm-hmm. de- the other decom very movie similar. that has a very similar kind of storyline. Um, you know, I, I liked. And I don't know. We can get to it again. We get a little higher, but I, I actually liked how to build a better boy, just a tick better. I thought Zapped was. Uh, almost kind of mean-spirited in a way yeah uh and and i like zendaya i think she's fine you know mm-hmm. um and again kind of fun to see her in in one uh, you know in, in her decom days right, right. <laughs> but her disney channel days but uh yeah i just thought that overall the film um you, you know so it basically, she 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 uh, she and her she, she, was she uh, were they? Do- I can't remember if it divorced or if her dad died. I can't remember what that. Yeah, her dad uh, died. 
her dad died, right? So yeah. she and her mom had been on their own for a while. And then her mom remarries uh, a man that's got three sons. Yeah. So here she's thrown into this new home with four men that she's not, you know, not used to. And it's not going well. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, the, you know, men are slobs and men are pigs. And I guess we are, you know. In so many ways, <laughs> I'll own it. But but uh, yeah, it was but a still theme that year at Disney Channel, she, <laughs> right? So <laughs> she gets this. Her her something happens to her phone, and this dog training app that she has actually turns into this app that um, can uh, that men will obey. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. she'll they'll do. You know, she says something and wants them to change one of their traits or something. And then that's what they'll do. And so, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I mean, clever, kind of a clever concept. I, but wow, I, I didn't care for it. And then the whole dance competition thing and the <laughs> snotty, you know, the snotty yeah. girls on the dance team or the shooters, whatever. I mean, uh, I tell you, the whole thing, I couldn't wait for it to be over. <laughs> I, uh, the only reason I, I, I do have this at 14, uh, the next higher, the 13, sorry, 13. I have it at 13. The only reason is because it did actually make me chuckle a few times. There were a couple gags yeah. that made me laugh. Uh, and so I and I I uh, I liked uh, in general the uh, the casting. I like um, of course Zendaya, but then I also liked Adam DeMarco who plays her brother, her stepbrother. Yeah. He's super charming, I think. And, yeah, he was funny. He was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, it just made me chuckle a couple of times. I, I couldn't tell you. I can't remember everything, but there were a few times that I was like, that was funny. That was pretty good writing. But yeah, it yeah. does kind of have a weird tone to it about controlling people and, you know, especially in an in age of consent and things like that. Like you. Right. You know, it's a little weird, you know. She she makes she she even puts in the app for the guy to kiss her at one point, which is right. strange. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I ended up with it at thirteen. So basically, these two movies, I think they're they would certainly be an they would not be. There's way worse decoms. Let's put it that oh. way. Both these movies, but uh, but yeah, they're not like super high up on my list. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess we could talk about it now. So we just give to compare. Uh, see, I have a how to build a better boy at eleven. Okay. Yeah. And I put it a little higher. I think mostly because I quite liked the dynamic of the two lead characters. Mm-hmm. Um, who is I? You know, trying to find the yeah. uh, these uh, the actresses' names. China uh, and McLean. China and McLean, and yeah. is it Kelly Berglund? Yeah. Yeah. They did and, have a pretty nice little friendship. Well, I thought for me, Rachel, what was refreshing is that it was like the, the smart girls were getting it done. You know, it wasn't like the dumb girls or the mean girls, you know, or something. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to be, be playing no, such a broad, with such a broad stroke. But I, that I thought was, I quite liked that dynamic and I liked their, I liked their friendship. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it's necessarily, I necessarily call it realistic. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's how, it, you know, what, I you know. I think so. I mean, I feel like it was but... pretty realistic friendship uh, for yeah. two girls. And 
Yeah, that was nice. And, and Marshall Williams, he's actually a Hallmark guy. He's been in his Hallmark. Oh, movies. is he? Okay. Yeah, his Hallmark movies have been kind of terrible, though. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but he's charming. So yeah, it's. I feel and, about the same for both of them. I liked both of them, but I yeah yeah. And I and I'm with you. I think you know I. It was really close, and it was actually hard for me. But those. Those two would probably rank a little better, but I really did feel like how to build a better boy mm-hmm. for me it was elevated, you know, because of that. And yeah. I actually kind of thought that the uh, I, I did find some humor in that uh, that whole other like spy plot going on or whatever with the um, with the better boy, you know, yeah. that got built by the. <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, anyway, I thought that so, was kind of funny, kind of class in a way. It reminded me of like nineteen seventies Disney. Yeah. So what do you have at 13? Okay, so at, yeah, at 13, uh, sorry, I've got to get back to that, get back to my my screen. I've got Bears. Okay. Disney, the Disney Nature film. Uh You know that these nature documentaries, I I, I don't know. I think that the nature documentaries have taken the place for DCOMs as far as like the Disney films. (laughs) And the thing is, though, they're, they're beautifully filmed. They're just so beautifully filmed. Yeah. But I, I I was bored to death with this with the storyline that they put. I mean, don't get me wrong, the bear cubs were so cute, but it's just like mm-hmm. uh, how long? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Just, really I actually I think that bears is one of the better ones. I No, I, see, I, I I respect that, you know. Yeah. I'd say I'm not the one to ask because just, any nature documentary, I'm just like, uh, get me through this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I have it. I have it higher. I, I I think it's just so cute. The bear, the bear, and the, the cubs cub are adorable. So cute. I, I yeah, I I can understand that. I I don't have it like super super high, but I do have it higher. But yes, so let's talk about twelve number twelve. Yes, this might be surprising. Uh, but I have Muppets Most Wanted at twelve. Okay. I don't love this yeah. movie. I, no, I don't. Either. I don't love. I don't love it either. I have a little higher, but I don't love it. I'm not a big Tina Fey fan. I just don't think she's that funny, and I've just never liked really any of her movies. Uh, I except for Mean Girls, I guess. I I don't think that she is that great even on Saturday Live? I know, shocking. I know, she just doesn't do it for me. I don't yeah. like 30 Rock. I've never liked it. I've tried. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, so that's, I think Ty Burrell's hilarious in this, and he saves the movie for me. He's really funny. Uh-huh. But my biggest problem with this movie is there's just not enough Muppets. There's too long of stretches where you hardly see the Muppets at all, and yeah. you're, you know, dealing with Tina Fey is a Russian prison, you know, whatever she is. There's, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think it's very good. <laughs> and I, I really liked 2011 Muppets, but this is my least favorite Muppet. Oh, it's film, okay. I think this or, yeah. a, I don't know. I mean, I, even Muppets from space, I feel like is more bonkers and more about the Muppets. Yeah, I don't know. Just yeah, I thought I, I, you know, for me, the a lot of the, the these Muppet movies are 
frankly are hit and miss. You know, some of them mm-hmm. I quite enjoy, and 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 but this one was you know was definitely wasn't one of them. I think for a lot of reasons, for many of the reasons that you list, um, and and uh, but I just I don't know. I just for me, it just lacked the charm that I think a really good Muppet, you know, a good Muppet movie has. The uh, uh, I did love the Ricky Gervais character. I mean, I know he was trying yeah. to be over the top and whatnot, but uh, and but I'm with you. Thank goodness for Ty Burrell. Yeah. You know, Ty Burrell like saves. Yeah. <laughs> Say, saves the day. I have it ranked a, a, a little higher, but I but I'm with you. I just I just I didn't like it very much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did. You know. Yeah. So what do you have at twelve? At twelve, I've got there that uh, film made for the Indian market, which I I believe it's pronounced. I well, I don't, actually I don't know, I don't know how it's pronounced. Kubusurat. I'm not sure how to say it, Rachel. <laughs> uh, yes. So, so, yeah. Yeah, I watched this today. What? I have it. Okay. I have it higher. I was thoroughly charmed by this movie. I really oh, enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I had no expectations, but I thought they had great chemistry and were extremely attractive. And I really liked. I thought they the had nice chemistry too. I don't know. He's, it's one of the better Bollywood movies that I've watched, in my opinion. I I just thought it was very charming, and it wasn't like gratuitously long. Like it, it yeah. It was two hours, I was but... grateful for that that it wasn't <laughs> that it didn't that because that often that extra hour or excuse me, extra half hour to forty five minutes in yeah. some of those Bollywood movies really is just they're, they're a struggle for me. Yeah. I I um. I I thought I agree with you. I thought that the leads had had a lot of had a lot of chemistry. I think probably my main issue to me it just seems slow. Uh, and and maybe part of it is I was just being uh, impatient, okay. or or I wasn't uh, it really in, just into it into it at the time. Because I like, guess thinking about it now and then hearing you know your comments about it too, there was really there was really a lot to like. Uh, in it for sure. Why? And it was on. It's on Netflix. You know, is, yeah. is, that, is that where you watched it too? It was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. It, so many I Bollywood films on Netflix. Musical numbers were fun. I want uh, more. That's it, another reason why I put it lower too. Yeah. I wanted more musical numbers. Yeah. They were fun. I thought they should have put more in. I could have used more. And yeah, there's definitely it's definitely slower paced, but it was a lot better. And maybe expectations helped too. Um, yeah, I I would watch another movie with these two. Uh, he is yeah. so handsome. I don't know if he is uh, uh, Fawad Khan, if he's related to Efren Khan at all, but um, I don't know. I thought yeah, that I, don't know he, either. I thought that he was extremely attractive, <laughs> and uh, I I just I thought they had really nice chemistry, and uh, I could have used less of her parents. That they could have yeah. that way down. Her, her, her parents, that whole yeah thing with her parents, well, yeah, was was strong. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what yeah. I mean, I found I found the lead actress to be attractive too. But I guess maybe that's why I still I put it lower because like, there wasn't that kind of <laughs> thing going on for me. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's see. We're at eleven, right? Correct. Yes. So, so that's where I have how to build a better boy. Oh, right, right. So at 11, I have Into the Woods, and I really struggled where to rank this because... Yeah, me too. My 
biggest problem with this movie is Into the Woods. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> I, I, look, obviously, everybody knows I love musical theater. And obviously, Stephen Sondheim is a genius. Of course. But I just really am not a huge fan of this musical. Um, I love, like, the first maybe act and a half. But then it takes such a strong shift all of a sudden and becomes this totally different thing. Yeah. And I know yeah. that a lot of people love it for that and think that's brilliant. And all of a sudden it's turning everything on its head and it's being creative and whatever. But I'm, I like fairy tales and I don't really want people, you know, cheating on their spouses and, and those kinds of, I don't want the prince and, the, and Cinderella to break up. Like, that's not entertaining for me. And I understand that that's bold and why some people like that. But it's not for me. And I was kind of actually honestly hoping that they would disney it and change that. Because I really don't like it in the musical. And, yeah. So, I mean, it's a tough one to judge. Because they did they did a good job. I just don't like the material. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have it higher, but I got to tell you, this one was hard to rank because one of the issues I really had with the end of the woods is that they, they branded it as a Disney film. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was Disney end of the woods on, you know, on all the marketing materials and all the, you know, and everything. And, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, oh, are they going to Disney fight it a little bit? Because <laughs> I was familiar with the material, you know. I think I had seen, I've, I had seen it like on PBS or something, you know, and like great performances. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I, I had never seen an actual live production of it, but that's where you know where I had seen it before. But wow, um, I, I had a higher because I think again because of the quality of the film, because I think it's I think it's quite a good film and a good adaptation. But yeah, but I just felt like this is one of those that I think would have done. I would have preferred it to be like a touchstone. Not that they're doing touchstone movies anymore, but mm-hmm. uh, where Disney made it, but it's you know, and but it was not again branded as a Disney film. I think some I you know this when I saw because I saw it in the theater, you know, and I think there were some families there that were in the, in my screening. And I remember like, like the parents kind of, I could hear them. They're like, well, why did we bring our kids to this? You know? And, and I thought, yeah, that just, that that again, just seemed to me, um, uh, a marketing kind of a, you know, a marketing problem. Like why, why in the world did they try to promote this as a Disney film? Because it's clearly not because I'm with you. I love fairy tales. This is, this is, you know, a very twisted (laughs) kind of fairy tale intentionally. Right. I mean, that's the point. Yeah, and I, I don't know, it just leaves me with a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I don't yeah. want things to, I, I just, it's, I just don't like it that they just take such a turn. And it'd be one thing if the whole thing was kind of dark and twisted, but like, aside from Red Riding Hood and The Wolf, there really isn't anything in that first act that's like super subversive, like it's fairly straightforward and then just all of a sudden it just changes so much to me at least and yeah and i know diehard theater people are 
very upset with me about that. Like, I practically lost friends over the difference of opinion I have on End of the Woods oh, with people. Dear. I'm not even exaggerating. And, uh, and people get very, very protective of Sondheim. And I, I, I can understand that, and I can understand why you like that subversion. It's just not for me. I just I yeah. like traditional fairy tales. And so I, I just... I don't know, I just don't like it. It's just a personal preference. And uh, they did a good job, but I'm just not a big fan of it. Yeah, not your, not, your, so. yeah, not your thing. I get uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, number 10, I have Cloud 9, actually. And okay. This is a very good decom. It's yeah, very well done. I agree. Yeah. I thought, I have it just, I have it just a tick higher. We'll get to All right. I thought Cloud 9 was tripped. Yeah, Cloud Nine was was was. It was like a cool sports movie. It is. <laughs> you yeah, know? it is. It's a good sports movie, and and it's it kind is. of it has that feel of almost like a Legally Blonde kind of a feel, or yes, kind of a feel where you have sort of the pampered uh, girl who learns to kind of take things seriously, but she she also has she's never rude or mean girl or anything like that she's sweet at her core i it kind of has that same undercurrent i think and dove cameron's very sweet and and dove it's very cameron, i thought was terrific in the role yeah. yeah uh it's probably shot somewhere in um in vancouver but that's what i was gonna ask you is this one that's in yeah sean yeah. canada yeah oh yeah <laughs> I think so. And, uh, I, I really liked the kiss in this movie. I thought that whenever they have that uh, uh, kind of, we call it the shut up and kiss me, you know, they're like arguing back, back forth, back forth. Yes. And they, I, I thought they did a great job with that kiss in there. Um, of course, you have the dogs, which are fun. Uh, yeah, the dogs are fun. Yeah, and the the wrong guy uh, who dumps her at the beginning, and he kind of comes around, and his story arc was good. This is yep. just overall a well done movie. I think so too. You know, I yeah. agree with you. I, I love all the story arcs for all the mm-hmm. for all the for all the main characters, and uh, I, I really like how, as you said, just you know, it, it follows some of the some of the cliches that I love in a sports movie. But uh, I don't know. I just it, the whole thing just felt fresh, and and uh, I was I was entertained through the whole thing. I wasn't there wasn't like one time where I was just like, oh my gosh, yeah. what's you know, <laughs> what's this? Yeah, and so, I had major hot tub envy that hot tub that they show in, <laughs> in her house. It was supposed to be her house. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was amazing. That was an incredible <laughs> house. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think this is a good one. I mean, you could you, you could nitpick, but it's it's entertaining. Uh, so, what do you have a ten? At ten, I have Maleficent, and again, what in the world? Like, I can't <laughs> believe it's so. I can't even believe it's so high. But I was honestly, I was going off of my ratings, or, you yeah. know, off of half of my the number of stars that I had, that I put in so it, my letter would, in my letterbox. It would be pretty high on your uh, Disney remake uh, rankings, huh? Well, I mean, I still only gave it a two and a half stars. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, part of the problem is too is these other films, you know, trying to because I I had quite a block of like kind of two two and a half stars. Yeah. But um, uh, so yeah, I guess it would. I guess it would be because I just remember 
someone was asking me, what did you think of Maleficent? And I, I think my comment was, well, I didn't hate it. <laughs> I mean, I can't say that, you know, I mean, I didn't like it. That's how I felt but... about Cruella. Like, I didn't hate it. Like, I didn't, <laughs> like, I was just right in the middle. Like, I did go fresh yeah. on it, but I wasn't, like, super excited about it. But yeah. that's kind of how I felt about uh, Cruella. And I, 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 you know, I like Cruella infinitely more than I liked, uh, well, I, I liked Maleficent, just because I thought yeah. it was. Well, that's good. The, the craftsmanship <laughs> of the filmmaking. But anyway, yeah, so that's where I had Maleficent. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I just—it's like one of those like, yuck. And I again, I probably could put it lower, but it was just hard to with these uh, where the uh, these other films, yeah, are to you know are too. It's hard because so. you like and dislike things for different reasons. So I get it. Yeah, that's what makes yeah. that's what makes these rankings fun. But they all right make it exactly. Uh, so so true. Well, at number nine, I have bears just because I think it was cute. Okay. I like yeah the bear and his bear cubs it's cute well and again as i said i think that you know the the cinematography on those disney nature films is stunning yeah and i just got frustrated with the story how you know this bear the the bad bear that kept showing up and then like (laughs) and and they're and they're so and they're so hungry and they're so hungry and then yeah they do anthropomorphize the animals a bit too much like i prefer the the living planet and some of the other ones yeah. better where it's just more observational uh yeah. where i was talking in our hidden gems on uh itunes there's um the elephant queen uh that's on itunes and our apple plus that's yeah. really great and kind of gives you the whole story of the whole of the whole uh jungle and also follows a particular elephant i mean i i think the best disney nature by far are i mean i love the pelican one because it it really tells like a whole story and then also i love the chimpanzee one because that is the only one that really surprises them so they can't tell the story in the same way so those two are the best but bears would probably be my third favorite okay (laughs) All right, good range. Because I, uh, I just think it's cute—the mom and the 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 cubs. But, uh, but maybe you're one right. of these they do overdo it on the uh, on the story sometimes to try to entertain these... kids. Yeah, well, exactly. You're gonna say, and I think the little kids are probably gonna eat it up. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I uh, one of these times I might have to force myself to try to rank the Disney nature films, so that's gonna <laughs> be <should>. hard. <laughs> so, uh, well, what do you have at nine? I have Alexander, Alexander and the Terrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very yeah. Bad Day. I have that one kind of low. You know, I, I I didn't like this film very much. I think part of it, frankly, is that I I just I love the children's book upon which it's mm-hmm. loosely based. And and uh, not that they could replicate. I mean, you know, I know that that's the trick. Is How, how do you turn, you know quite a simple narrative from a children's story, you know, yeah. to, into a feature film. Um, it was, it was just way, it was just way too much for me, but it was hard because I love the cast, you know, I mean, I love Jennifer Garner. Um, I, 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 uh, you know, um, Steve Carell, I, you know, is, I think it's so great, but, but the, the whole movie just didn't, it didn't work for me by the time it ended. I was just like, thank goodness, you know, get me out of, get me out of the theater. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I actually yeah. have this a lot higher. I actually kind of okay. love this movie and I agree with okay. you that I think that the book 
is better and it is totally different and i love the yeah, message of the definitely. book of the uh um that you know bad things happen even in australia the whole, <laughs> yeah. the whole message i love that it's so good yeah but i just think it's really funny i mean this just comes down to my sense of humor and the kind of slapstick that makes me laugh when he yes. is taking that driver's test it I am dying. I thought it was hilarious. And uh, the whole thunder down under, I thought was hilarious. And there's just yeah, so, so few like family live action comedies these days. And you, you used to get them all the time from Disney and you never get them anymore. And I just think this movie is really funny. Uh, and, and, and that's what's tricky about comedies is that people just have a really different sense of humor. And yeah. <laughs> I just laugh a lot through this whole movie and um that's that's it that's the only justification i can have i have you know, it i'm way so higher. glad you enjoyed it though because yeah. again i think i wanted to like it more than i did because you know as we've discussed before like i love the you know the just kind of the classic disney family comedy i just think that that as a genre is so wonderful and it's just sorely missed yeah, you know, kind of this mid-budget uh, film, and and know we're ever hopeful that they'll be putting more of those on Disney Plus, and we'll see what happens over time. But the uh, so it's one of those two. I possibly should revisit again, maybe Rachel, and give it another give it another shot. But because I, I I don't think it's necessarily a terrible film, but I yeah I I I did love it, and as I said, yeah. it wore out as well pretty quick for, with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially when they get Jennifer Coolidge, I, I just just that driving scene alone is so funny to me. Yeah, uh, so funny. no, I like I said, this that's the thing with humor; it's just so subjective. Yeah, it's and so it just what makes isn't it? People laugh versus not. And this movie, I went into it very skeptical because I like you, I absolutely love the book, and I just was laughing. And, uh, <laughs> okay. so that's why i have it so much higher but all right where we're at eight right yes okay so what do you have at eight at eight i have cloud nine <laughs> okay good yeah yeah it was really yeah good. again cloud nine i think it's just just terrific and yeah. i almost wanted to put it a little higher it was that was again a tough a yeah. tough call well, especially whenever you see something where you think they didn't have to try this hard. This is so much better. Like sometimes I feel that way about like homework movies where there's one that's just so clearly so much better and people that don't watch the genre might be like, why are you making such a big deal of this? Because this is way better than what we usually get. Right. Yes. And so yes. it's kind of the same sort of, especially the non-musical decoms usually are terrible. And so for it to yeah. be a good one, I, I, I support you in this high ranking. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Pirate Fairy at eight. Okay. Yeah, because I enjoy it. I think it's fun. And Well, and, and people should listen to you on this too, you know, because, <laughs> you know, I think you can, you, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. So Well, you can check out all of my reviews of the fairy movies on, in my Family Movie Night series. Yeah. And, and uh all right well what's your number seven so i put muppets most wanted at number seven which frankly that was hard for me because i i almost think it's a little too high mm -hmm. um 
it was it was a challenge and it was just based off of my i it was you know should i swap it with cloud nine uh i might you know maybe if i were to do it today i might um but anyway i because again as we discussed not not the best outing from the muppets for sure yeah well number seven for me i have million dollar arm at number seven and i think this is i have it at number six Okay, I think this is is solid. It's probably my least favorite of these sports movies, just because it gets a little dry. It's so dry. <laughs> it I, gets yeah, a I agree. <laughs> and it shouldn't. It, it's too long. It's over two hours long. Uh, it, yeah, but it's, it's too a long. it's a heartwarming story, and it has its moments. And John Hamm is a good actor. Bill Paxton. Yeah, John Hamm is good. I think the acting is good. I think that's probably why I put it where I did. I thought the acting was solid, even though yeah. I thought it was a little gritty, yeah, a little script, a little too long, and and uh, yeah, I got a bit dry, but but solid, cool story, fine. cool story. Yeah, what are you at at seven? Um, at seven, so at seven, I have Muppets Most Wanted. At six, I have Million Dollar Arm. Okay, okay, yeah, at six is where I have Kuba Sarat. However, you say. Oh, okay. That. Yeah, because I just thought it was a really fun. I love romances and. It was yeah. a fun romance, and I thought they had good chemistry, and uh, so I I enjoyed it. So that was a pleasant surprise. Uh, all right, so number five. What's your number five? At five, I put Into the Woods, and I have to give it a disclaimer though, because again, I can't say it was necessarily like the fifth, like the in my top five films that I enjoyed the most. I thought it was really a high quality film. I just didn't, I didn't love it, and I. Definitely didn't love it as it being branded as a Disney film, but mm-hmm. but uh, I think you know Rob Marshall is such a good director. The cast was so good. You know, I'm yeah. not a huge. I I, I think I uh, respect Stephen Sondheim more than I enjoy his work. If that mm-hmm. you know makes sense, but still. I thought, you know, again, a really, a really high quality film, but not necessarily. I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched it again. You know, I don't ever. Yeah, I mean, the other it. thing too about Into the Woods is that it has great music, but most of the songs kind of mesh together. There's only really two songs that I think are like the kind of song you'd hear at a cabaret, right, where people were doing really you know, doing show tunes like you would in yes. Lloyd Webber or, you know, something like that. There's really, there's agony and there's no one is alone. And I, I feel like the rest of the songs are kind of in the, um, the feeling of something like the umbrellas of Chabot or, you know, or something where everything, which is brilliant. I, I, I respect that, but it, like, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to adapt because it just doesn't have that like super, memorable songs yes yeah no i agree yeah and i kind of feel that way with a lot of sondheim's music frankly mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i mean i think the reason why i like a company is my favorite of his because i think it is the most singable of any of his uh-huh. i mean if you, if you don't count he just did the the lyrics for west side story but but for um his full musicals Yes. I think Company is my favorite because it's the most singable. You have, you know, songs mm-hmm. like Ladies Who Lunch and yeah, Being, being Alive. alive. And, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, certainly you have, 
I like Sweeney Todd better than Into the Woods because it does have some really great, great songs like Joanna and, you know, things like that. But I don't know. I just don't love Into the Woods. Sorry. Sorry, theater friends. Yeah. And again, I I have it higher, but but with all this just all this dis- disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> well, my number five is the Hundred Foot Journey. Okay. And a lot of people also might not realize I have it this at four. is a Disney film. I have it. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. And th- this is really good. I mean, Helen Mirren, she oh, it's she's such incredible. a good film. And all the food porn in this movie is oh like my so goodness. you don't it's, want to watch this on the major. <laughs> no, the both, food photography is so good in yeah, this movie. Both the Indian side and the French side. Mm-hmm. And it's just charming. It is. It's just, it's a really charming. Underrated. I, film. I think it is underrated. Because I, you know, I know everybody I talk to who's seen it, they, you know, they love it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I just, but I don't think a lot of people saw it. <laughs> saw right. it, and yeah, uh, you never really heard just, talked about. It's just, it's just well crafted, and Lossie Hallstrom, you know, when he's on his game, he's on. You know, mm-hmm. this is the the director, and yeah, and uh, this definitely, I think, was one where he was on his game. I I agree. That's true. He has an interesting. Uh, yeah, filmography. I think he does because just because his name is on it doesn't mean like oh you know it's great or I'm gonna run out and see it. But but this was one I think I'd put as you know it's definitely yes <laughs> see this Lossie Hallstrom film. Yeah, with Seen <laughs> Gilbert Grape, Hachi. Oh my gosh, that's a great movie. Yeah. That movie make you cry more than almost any movie I know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's a good story about friendship. Talk a lot, you know, is another great one of yeah. his, but yeah. So number four I have is where I have Alexander and the Terrible Horn and Melbourne. Oh, okay. Day. And like okay. I said, it just I just think it's really funny. I, I it's hard for me to find comedies that I really like that certainly are family friendly. Uh and uh so I really, really enjoyed I think I gave it an A. I mean, so much I liked oh, it when it first came out because I just yeah. I just thought it was really funny. So. It just really worked for you. That's, yeah, you know, I think that, yeah. that's wonderful. I mean, isn't that great when you can find movies yeah. like that too? You know, they yeah, like just... I said, it's rare with a uh, um, with comedies. It's hard to find comedies that yeah. are funny and you can watch with the whole family. And uh, but um, uh, one so... that I think is kind of similar actually to this, also with Jennifer Garner, is um yes yes day. That was yeah. this year on, uh, which I also enjoyed. Not as much as this, but I thought it was cute. Uh, what do you okay. have? It, what do you have it for? So for I have the hundred foot journey. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so well, the, so we I think we've we've got the same top three, Rachel. Yeah. And I really I really struggled with these three of how, where to where to rank them because it's hard. But these are it's hard. I'm excited to hear where, yeah. where you've got. Well, at number three, I have Guardians of the Galaxy. So do I. Ah, and the, I probably would have had it maybe even number one when it came out because I was so dazzled by it. But I have to say the second one, I was not a big fan of. I was very disappointed yeah. in it. And it did make I think, certain Yeah, you parts, were not the only one. <laughs> and it did make certain parts of this first one feel a little gimmicky. Like I'd been kind of, 
I don't know, bamboozled a little bit. Um, and uh, like things like the music and some of the stuff, I don't know, it just, it sort of tainted it just a little bit, just a hair to make yeah. it my third spot. But I still really enjoy it. It's really funny with charming characters, uh, great world building, special effects. Uh, I mean, it was 2014 was such a great year for superhero movies. One of the best ever because you had these, you had the Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy. You had uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, which was excellent. Yeah, which uh, is terrific. In my opinion. And, and no, I you agree. had Big Hero really 6 good. as well. Um, it was just a great year for superhero movies. And uh, maybe the best ever. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is just a blast and uh that's this is one where that's where i just laughed you know through the whole movie because it was so so outrageous so uh uh so clever i just admired so much that that uh you know kevin feige and marvel studios were they decided to take it the direction that they did uh i what a what a blast so so uh, and i'm with you volume two kind of diminished at that i kind of almost want to forget about volume two sometimes i just just be able to enjoy the original you know for for uh what it is but uh we'll see what happens and i'm I'm, you know fingers crossed for volume three also you know they're building a big guardians of the galaxy roller coaster that's going to be at epcot at walt disney world oh that's right uh, yeah yeah when they have Uh, the the, um the tower of terror it one at um yeah, and that Tower of Terror ride at 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 uh in California Adventure, you know, at Disneyland is a kick. Uh, and I've uh, I've heard I, of great things. I've never been it's on it. So much fun, you know. The don't get me wrong, I, I I love the original Tower of Terror, but this one just it amps it up, and the ride itself is is a ton of fun. Yeah. It's kind of sad that you know you lose the great kind of theming of, of the of the original Tower of Terror, but. Still, it's it's fun. So, and 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 uh, from what I understand is that James Gunn is also going to be directing, you know, new footage for this for this ride at Epcot. So I don't know when it's going to open. You know, I think all these all these construction projects at at Disney theme parks all got delayed or put on hold because of the pandemic. But, right. but yeah. it's still, I think eventually eventually it open. My guess is going to probably open around twenty twenty. 2024 but we'll see that would be really fun i i know nothing but that's my <laughs> guess well i think maybe we have the same three then well, uh, i'm wondering so... yeah we, how uh how uh one number two and number one are for you number two i have big hero six so do i yeah <laughs> uh so this is got so much heart it's so charming oh my gosh i love, I love the relationship movie. between the two brothers uh i'm bawling crying I love Baymax as a character. He's so great. I love the whole cityscape of San Francisco. Very creative, very beautiful. Uh, I I like the whole team. I kind of wish we got more time with them sometimes, but uh, I mean, it's not without its flaws. But overall, I just think it has a ton of heart and it's entertaining, and uh, I really enjoy it. I love Big Hero Six so much, Rachel. I I just think it's it's a uh you know absolutely terrific film it's fun to know that it is based on, even though they didn't market it this way but 
you know, it's just based on this very obscure Marvel <laughs> comics yeah. title. Uh, the uh, uh, I'm with you. Baymax is terrific. I think that the character designs across the board are great, and the voice talent is great. Um, just everything, everything, everything that you said. Uh, the um, and I'm I'm just so glad I won the Academy Award. Frankly, I I know that maybe some people didn't think that it it deserved it, but I actually I did. Yeah, I, I thought I, I, mean, I thought it was of the mainstream films. I yeah. agree. I mean, in my heart of hearts, I wish Song of the Sea had yeah. been able to to win because so, I love that movie so much. Yeah. But I, in realistic, I knew, of course, I knew it wasn't going to. Um, so if I was going to pick between the three mainstream that were nominated, then I would pick Big Hero Six. I mean, mm-hmm. if it was just me and I was sticking mainstream, I would have given it to the Lego Movie personally but mm-hmm. uh but of the three that were nominated i think it's the best i mean i love yeah. i do really admire and really enjoy how to train your dragon 2 it's a little too convoluted and contrived for me it gets really really busy with the alphas and the yeah. so but i still i think it's a it's a good film uh and i have no problem with it being nominated uh and i actually like the box trolls i think it's good uh it gets a little too much hate i think i think i enjoy it but uh but and of course um the tale of princess kagawa is incredible uh but it's not gonna win of course it was lucky to get nominated uh yeah. but yeah so if i if i had to pick i would pick song of the sea but and you talk about superhero movies what a great year for animation yeah that's true underrated year for animation holy smokes yeah. it, was a, it was a good year holy smokes mm-hmm. Uh, so our number one pick, we have Captain yeah, America, the Winter Soldier, picked. is our number one pick. And Yay! This is one of my favorite Marvel movies. It's my favorite. It's my it's my it's my favorite. The Avengers is my favorite personally, but mm-hmm. this is my second favorite. I yeah. really do love uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. I love Chris Evans as Captain America throughout all three films. And the Avengers movies, of course. Uh, but I like the whole dynamic of uh, him figuring out that that S.H.I.E.L.D. is being infiltrated. And uh, that this thing that he relied on and that he trusted is uh, flawed. And sort of him starting to go on that journey where he's not going to want to sign the Sokovia Accord. It was so brilliant from Kevin Feige. Uh, to building up his character and making him really dynamic because people say people criticize Superman all the time for being a boy scout, right? Well, here you have, you have the ultimate boy scout type character in Captain America, but they gave him such a story arc where he really was challenged and he had to grow and change. Uh, And I think that was so well done. And of course there's so many other great characters in this with, Bucky and with uh, with uh, Black Widow and with Nick Fury and uh, the action sequences are so great. All that is just great. I love this film so much. I I think the, the Russo brothers just delivered an, a, a, just an absolutely terrific piece of pop art. You know, mm-hmm. with with this with this film. I think too that uh, I love how. Kevin again, how Kevin Foggy and the Marvel team kind of was describing with Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, with with the sci-fi film, brought in kind of this very interesting, almost like 1970s style political thriller, mm-hmm. and 
uh, and then they even got Robert Redford to be in it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I just thought it was so cool. And uh, what what a what a thought provoking, entertaining film she was. Yeah, just with everything everything that you said about it, I I I, I love this movie. It's as I said, it's it's my favorite Marvel Studios film, and and definitely my favorite film of 2014 from from the Disney Studios. Yeah, if I was. I mean that air, that elevator scene is maybe the net most iconic scene in yeah. uh, in in MCU. Maybe outside of the the circle shot in um the, in the Avengers. In the Avengers. That's probably yeah. the most iconic. Or the uh, the 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 um, heroes assemble, Avengers assemble. Yes. Yeah, it's probably those three are probably the most iconic scenes in all of MCU. But if I was going to nitpick, I'm not a fan of Sharon Carter. I wish that she was not a thing. I just don't oh, okay. like. I mean, it, she's more cringy in the uh, in the next one. But I would just get rid of her. I don't love her. You don't like um, her character, yeah? No, or, I don't. Or would it? Is it the actress or the character? H or both? The character and the whole idea of of him having. A relationship with Peggy Carter's niece is just weird to me. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I uh, So that's the only, I, like I said, that is very nitpicky. Uh, but I, I love this movie. I, I really like how they build up his character and make him just such a dynamic, interesting character. And yeah, I love I love the action. It's so well done. The fighting between Bucky and and uh, Cap is are so well staged. Mm-hmm. Very exciting, uh, and um, it's great. It's really good. I gave it five stars, A plus. All <laughs> so, right. Yeah. On, on the uh, on my letterbox. Yeah, I think stars. I think I've got a five stars on my on my letterbox too. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. That is the films of the Disney Studios, various in 2014. So I'll quick go over my picks. I have Captain America Winter Soldier at number one, Baker Six at two, Guardians of the Galaxy at three, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day at four. I have The 100 Foot Journey at five, uh, Kubu Sarat at six, The Million Dollar Arm at seven, Pirate Fairy at eight. Bears at 9, Cloud 9 at 10, Into the Woods at 11, Muppets Most Wanted at 12, Zapped at 13, How to Build a Better Boy at 14, Planes Fire and Rescue at 15, Need for Speed at 16, and Maleficent at 17. All right. Great list, yeah. Rachel. At, <laughs> at one, I just do the top three of the same for me. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Two, Big Hero 6. Three, Guardians of the Galaxy. Four, the one hundred foot journey. Five, into the woods, with an asterisk. (laughs) (laughs) Six, million dollar arm. Seven, Muppets Most Wanted. Eight, Cloud Nine, and then at nine, Alexander and the No Good, Horrible. (laughs) I'm saying the very yeah, very bad day. I'm saying the title wrong. Sorry. Um, Ten, ten, Maleficent. Eleven, How to Build a Better Boy. Twelve, Coopsarot. 13 Bears, 14 Zapped, 15 The Pirate Fairy, 16 Need for Speed, and then 
Last but not least, 17 Planes, Fire and Rescue. There we go. That is our rankings. So let us know in the comment section your rankings of the 17 movies. We'll put I'll put in the description all 17. So you can give us your uh, breakdown. And, and every single one of these is available on Disney Plus except for Kubus Surat and Need for Speed, I think. Everything else and Hunter for Juni. Those three you have to watch other places, but... Yeah, but all the others are yeah. on. Yeah, you can watch them on Disney Plus. Yep. So, well, Stanford, how can people find you? On Twitter, I'm at Stanford Clark. On Instagram, I'm at Movies PAP, which PAP stands for Past and Present, which is the name of my blog and podcast. It's moviespastandpresent.com. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. Also, if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And uh, if you're listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up. Subscribe to our channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group and merch store. Please take a look at that. We really appreciate the support. And also check out the Hallmarkies podcast. Got lots of fun stuff going on there. And thanks so much. This was a, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this a year oh, doing thank this. Thank you. I did too. <laughs> so much fun, Rachel, as always. Thank right. you. Bye, everyone. Bye.